It's time to do what we always do on this podcast, and that's get really spooky. Oh my god. And by that I mean we're going to get kind of like maybe a little bit spooky, but we're going to be very action oriented. <laughs> Which is like the opposite of either of us. Neither of us is very action oriented. Eh. I mean, I could see. I, I've I've been action oriented at times. I mean, do you actively do action moves or anything? Like, I mean, not currently, but there was probably a time where I did. Mm-hmm. All right, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Did you call him Doy? <laughs> no, I called him Dwayne. It sounded like you said Doy the Rock Johnson. <laughs> That's a better name. We should just call him that for now on. But no, I did actually call him his name. I'm going to blame that on Skype. (laughs) Do you smell what Doi is cooking? (laughs) Uh, Hello, welcome to this week's fantastic episode of the Season Layer Checkup OVA. It is episode number 86. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by the <laughs> the representative of Doy the Rock Johnson, Doc <laughs> Al herself, and Ladium. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet the new manager for Doy the Rock Johnson. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure I can market him quite well. Pretty sure. Well, <laughs> uh, we are here to talk to you today about a uh, controversial game. Yes. A very like, divisive like game. On this podcast, we talk about controversy a lot. That's right, because we are, that's what they call us, the the paragons of controversy. <laughs> controversy squad, go. Yay. Yay. Uh, we're going to talk it's about a game. Divisive. Sorry, go ahead. It is divisive, though. It is divisive. Uh, we're going to talk about a game that came out uh 2012. So that was like six years ago, according to yeah. time, whoever that is. Uh, time is a construct. Time is a magazine. <laughs> time is also a magazine. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk to you about a game that, or a series, a game from a series that I technically don't have a lot of experience with, but you do. I have a lot of experience you with do. it. You do. Uh, we are here to talk to you about <clears throat> Resident Evil 6. 6. A.K.A. Giraffe Getting Oh my god, I didn't realize that that was a thing until you said it, and now I can't unsee it. I'm so I mad I don't know you. how you missed that. Like, when I... they first unveiled that logo, that was the discourse about that, that number 6. The way they designed it, it was like, oh, it looks like a Giraffe Getting who thinks that? The internet. Okay, fair. <laughs> but that was not where my brain went. I didn't see it and think like, hmm, that, that's that's a giraffe I'm getting full off. But like, no, no, that's not where my brain went. But now that's where my brain goes every time I see it. Now you you've ruined me. That's what I'm here for. Thanks, buddy. So yeah, this is a this is a video game where they don't do the fantastic. Resident Evil. When you upload or when you boot up the game every time, and it's incredibly disappointing. So automatically, it's like a zero out of ten. It will be missed greatly. It's truly, truly missed. Uh, we were we were looking for games to play, mm-hmm. cooperative games. Mm-hmm. There was a sale. There was a sale, like uh, four, five, and six were on sale, and some other uh games that are on PS4. 
And you mentioned that you hadn't played six. I have played six. I got finished six. Yeah, yeah. You hadn't played through all the way. You you barely played six, I basically. I barely got through it because I tried to play with somebody and they were terrible. It was me. It was not you. You actually <laughs> were really, really good at this game. That's me. I'm a professional Resident Evil 6 player. Catch me on the esports scene. Playing Resident Evil. <laughs> Under the name Doy the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Catch me by my screen name Doy the Rock Johnson. Uh, so yeah, you, you mentioned that you hadn't uh, played through this. And the only thing that I really knew about this game is that like people did not like this game. Yeah. Uh, like coming off of five, four and five, you know, this game pretty much went very much action focused and diverted its way itself away from the survival horror roots of the, the series. Which the series has been doing since four, like four, yeah. five and six are very action oriented. People just started not paying attention. Five. And I think five particularly is, is where like, that's the mega shift. You you see it more leaning towards the action side, but there still was like you know elements of survival horror I think in that game. But this is like they just like ramp that action meter all the way up. This one goes to eleven. This one goes to eleven, and then like it still has like you know zombies and some weird creepy monster designs and a lot of stuff. But like you don't have to like be fearful going around a corner that you're gonna get spooked. I mean, you don't, maybe. Like, for the most part, like, that's not going to happen. Like, there's not, like, a bunch of, like, jump scares in this game. Yeah. Unlike, you know, previous uh, iterations of the series. So, yeah, it's basically a big old action game, essentially. But, like, a very big budget action game in, like, a strange, strange way. Like, in a way that you don't expect from Capcom. It's basically, like, a summer popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it truly, truly is, and especially with the way the game like kind of splits its campaign into four separate categories that all intertwine in different ways. It is very ambitious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they necessarily hit their marks every single time, but it's definitely ambitious. And I can appreciate them like putting in the effort to do something like this. Like the, it. it... It didn't, like you said, it didn't hit every single time, but it, when it hit, it was like, oh, that's awesome. Good job. I guess also, like, it is interesting to note that, you know, while this is a very controversial and divisive game, when it came out on the PS3 and 360, it is currently the third highest selling Capcom game ever released. Yeah. Only behind Monster Hunter World, which just came out this year, and Resident Evil 5. So this is a better and is is above the other two games in the top five. Street Fighter Two, it's a game you might have heard of, and Maybe. Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Wow. Yeah, I mean six sold a lot, and I mean good for that. I'm just sad that we'll never get another one like this. It's strange that you know you mentioned that, and obviously if you've paid attention, like Seven completely goes in a humongous different direction. Correct. Where it's, you know, first person, you has the VR element, and it is purely horror. Yep. And if you look at this from, like, just financials, it would seem baffling that they would go in that direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, it worked because it's their fifth best-selling game of all time, but, you know... But this is their third. Exactly, and, like, 
if you look at uh, the initial releases of five and six, that's a combined fourteen million units sold. Yeah. And to like just completely diverge from the the mechanics, the system, the style that you have kind of like rooted in with those and two games and the, and the characters to completely go in a separate direction is insane. But interestingly, they pulled it off. But it seems like despite you know the high sales and everything like this was that was purely a move due to the very divisive and controversial nature of this game and i if the series continues like it did in seven i will not play another resident evil game like mainline period except the two remake well that's not a mainline like <laughs> yeah, true, that true, true. um it's like the one through six at this point, like the those are the styles that I I like. Yeah. And then like once you get to seven and go to that style, I'm just like, no, um, no. I tried to play a little bit of it, and I I told my brother on point, like, no, we don't need this wife. We can, we can go online date. We don't need this wife. Let's leave. <laughs> and I like it. And like I played maybe an hour and a half, and I I just could not handle it. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Like, that's a game I would not play. Which, I mean, to be fair, I also just don't do well with first-person games. True. Period. I just don't do very well with them. So, um, putting me in first-person and also trying to scare the crap out of me, just, no thanks, passed. Mm-hmm. So, um, playing this one was quite a joy for me. Yeah, I, I just wonder if, like what they would do with 8. Like, would they just continue with what they did, the the formula they made with 7? Do they go back to these characters? Do they just do something else completely different, or what? Like, could they split the series somehow? Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting conundrum, but... uh. And it's also tough because it's Capcom, so... Yeah. You gotta figure out, like, what, what the heck Capcom's actually doing. That's that's completely true. <laughs> I mean, if you look at, like, the last few years, Capcom hasn't technically been doing great. I mean, they've kind of bounced back with, like, uh, Monster Hunter World doing gangbusters in terms of sales right. for them. But, I mean, before that, it was, like, you know, they really weren't that hot anymore. Mm-hmm. Capcom was in, in a giant slump. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Resident Evil Six we're gonna be talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a game released in 2012, October 2nd, 2012, to be exact. Initially for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, mm-hmm. it came to PC uh, a few months later on March 22nd, 2013, and then re-released on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on March 29th, 2016. And that's the version we played. That is the version we played, which is basically. Like whatever you want to call a complete edition or whatever, if there was like DLC for this game, I consider it like the the old like game of the year edition type scenarios right, that they used right. to. Do. Even though this wasn't a game of the year, but still, that's what the editions were always called. So yeah, it has like all the difficulties, the the DLCs, and you don't have to like play through all the campaigns to unlock like Ada's campaign. Like I guess it was initially mm-hmm. was the case when the game first launched. But yeah, which I mean, probably sort of stuck with that because Ada's would make zero sense without any of the other. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. And I guess eventually they also add, had to add in a co-op for that campaign as well. Agent with the best character agent, who we'll get to later on. 
Yes, I'm excited to talk about Agent. So, we went and played through the entire game. We did. There were times where this story was just nonsensical. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's an understatement. Like, man, like, if you, like, had put me, like, just sat me down and told me, like, this was a Hideo Kojima production, I probably would have believed you. It's that weird and kind of, like, just the story is just off the rails at points. I mean, it feel it has that kind of like nature to it, which is like the ways it tries to interweave all the characters together, and has you just replay like cutscenes when you're doing different um, campaigns. So like you're just seeing like the same fights, the same just cutscenes you've already seen before. It's just so strange, and it, it just the story sometimes. in general is just weird. It's completely <laughs> weird. Oh man. And I guess, like, you know, that's one thing that I mentioned to you several times while we were playing it. And I've mentioned it, I guess, on this podcast briefly. And that, like, people complain about this game because, like, oh, it's completely different than, like, what all the Resident Evil games have been before. Resident Evil has been like this for a long time. Resident Evil is a ridiculous series. And, like, one of the most famous moments from 5 is when Chris Redfield freaking punches a boulder. Like... Your final boss is essentially a boulder in five. But it's always just been like these weird shenanigans and stories and like goofy things that are happening that you're like, oh, okay, wow. Um, and it's been campy for a long time. It really has. And so like when I hear complaints like this, I'm like, did people actually ever play Resident Evil games? Or is it just like they played them a long time ago and haven't gone back to play them again? Like, uh, we were talking about how ridiculous 6 is at moments, and then uh, I sent you a video of, like, one of the bosses from 4, and I was like, it's always been like this. Look at this. Because <laughs> there was, like, a weird, like, Napoleon-looking tiny man that you had to fight who also had, like, a giant robotic version of himself. Right. And, like, Leon threw a knife in his hand, and you start screeching. Like, that's part of a fight. It's always been like this, guys. You just don't remember Resident Evil being like this. Because, I don't know, like, you haven't played it in 20 years. But I think, like, as well, like, some of the, the gameplay is not good. I think that's... that. I agree with if, you. If there is a major complaint in this game, even though, like, I think the story can be completely dumb at times, even though, like, we had a great time yes. playing it, the mm-hmm. gameplay at times was just borderline bad. I think the worst of that was like when you had to run at certain points and the camera angles were just atrociously yeah. bad. That is the worst offender of this entire game. It's mm-hmm. just like scenarios where you have to run and it's really, really quick and you have like zero time for error. And it's like, hey, what if we just like change the camera angle so nothing makes sense? That'd be cool, right? Which is the game kind of has a problem with that in general in terms of gameplay where it's like, it does a bad job of telling you what to do at times or even like explaining mechanics. Like the, the idea of being able to like dodge roll out of the way or flip around or dodge under stuff like that. That is never explained. 
No, we figured it out mainly by trying to make our characters dance. Exactly. And like there are like <laughs> loading screen tip like tool tips. But they're so fast you can't. But they're read so them. fast. And like we just kinda of thought like, oh well maybe that's just because we're playing like the uh a re release on better hardware, but apparently that was the case on like the original versions of the game too, where like they would just fly by those loading screens. So like it'll it'll pop up something to tell you, but like you never get a chance to read it. Mm-mm. And that's just bad. <laughs> I mean, but for the most part, it plays like a four or five Resident Evil. Like the gameplay for the most part is the same. Um, It just has like some really bad moments. So you're like, wow, I can't believe this got past anybody. Really, like some poor user tester should have been like, hey, maybe don't do this. Also, like their weird cover system is bad, too. Agreed. The cover system is terrible. That's like that's something that just never should have implemented. Because like, uh, <laughs> when, when did we ever use cover in that game? Well, the thing is, is that the few times we ever tried to use cover, we would actually just end up vaulting over the table. That's true. Or we'd just be like, <laughs> like how, "How do we? How? How do I shoot?" <laughs> yeah, there were a few times that I'm like, "All right, I'm I'm behind this cover, but like I can't actually take my gun out and shoot the person that I'm trying to shoot." Okay, and so like my character's just behind the wall like popping in and out trying really hard to shoot things but mm-hmm. failing miserably but yeah I, I thought it was really funny the few times that we tried to use cover we just like vaulted over the cover and then we're like well we're in the open let's do this yeah it's just... so yeah um, there are a lot of things that didn't work in it but there are a lot of things that did work like butts Oh my god, there are so many good butts in this game. Holy <laughs> crap, I was so impressed by the butts. There were also bad butts. Like, the Chris route is just really disappointing for butts. I'll be real with you. The entirety of the Chris route is like, god, I miss the butts. Like, we went from the Leon and Helena route, which had fantastic butts, to the Chris and Piers route, which had no fantastic butts. And then we got to go to Sherry and Jake, and I was like, yes, the butts have returned. <laughs> So, um, and then Ada, but you know, our, our, our butt downside here was, was Chris and Piers. It was really disappointing when we had to like get butt shots of them and it's just like their crappy army pants. Uh, obviously, obviously we've hot been, butt takes. sorry, hot butt takes <laughs> the hottest of butt takes. Obviously we've mentioned that this game is like divisive and controversial. Um, yep. The review scores are completely all over the place. Uh, at launch, the uh, Metacritic scores were a 74 on PS3, a 69 on PC, nice, and a 67 on Xbox 360. <laughs> Apparently, the Xbox One and PS- PS4 versions are even lower, where the PS4 had a 60% and an X- the Xbox One had a 63%. Uh, I'm going to run down the review scores that Wikipedia has listed, which I believe are just for the... The 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 the, blah, 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 blah. the the original release. Yeah, the original release. I'm just gonna look through these real quick just to double check, but I believe that is the case because these all say 2012, 2012, 2012, 2012. Yeah. So, uh, like, Destructoid gave it a three out of ten. Yeah, but that was Jim Sterling, so you can't count it. Edge gave it a 6 out of 10. Eurogamer, a 6 out of 10. Famitsu, a 39 out of 40. Yeah, Famitsu. <laughs> G4 gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Game Informer gave it an 8.75 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 4.5 out of 10. 
Games Radar gave it a three and a half out of five. Game Trailers gave it an 8.8 out of 10. Giant Bomb gave it a two out of five. IGN gave it a 7.9 out of 10. OXM UK gave it an eight out of 10. And The Escapist gave it a three out of five. So those are like wide, vast, just differences in scores all over the place. Right. And yeah, like just people all across the board had a variety of things to say about this game. <laughs> but clearly the only ones that matter are our voices. Us. We're the ones who matter. So let's talk about Resident, excuse me. <coughs> Resident Evil. Six. Six. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so we started off the game by just going through the, the campaigns in the order that they gave it to us. Which of course means we start off with Rookie Cop Leon S. Kennedy. Who is no longer a rookie cop. He's always a rookie cop in my heart. I did the math and just for everybody's purposes here, Leon in this game is 36. He is a very old rookie. He's not very old, but... As a rookie, you that would be very old. Okay, okay. But just keep in mind, when we're going through all the shenanigans that Leon goes through, he is 36 at this point. <laughs> Worth mentioning. Clearly I'm a good thing to, to mention. Yes, it will become necessary later. Oh, man. So we started this game off, like, what? In, the in like, a, a university... And it's like an Ivy League university that's basically called like Ivy University. <laughs> literally is just called that. And rookie cop Leonis Kennedy shoots the president. Okay, you're not wrong, but um, he's like, a, I think it's DOS is the is the group that he works for. It's like a defense uh, or Department of Security or something. I don't remember what Division it is. Division anyway. of Security Operations. Very, there you go. very specific. Very specific. Um, so Leon has been tasked with, uh, well, I think Leon has been working with them since four, if I remember correctly. Basically, um, he's like U.S. Defense Squad um, and works closely with the president. And um, Leon's like, "Hey, I'm at this Ivy University. Things are totally gonna be fine because I'm Leon S. Kennedy, and I'm here, and nothing could ever go wrong, right?" Right. And then we get Arrested Development narrator. He's like, "He was wrong, because <laughs> everything goes wrong very quickly." Uh, and as you said, he ends up shooting the president, who is now Adam Bedford, um, who is not not Graham, because that was Ashley's dad. Um, apparently they've been bros, like him and Leon, which I was not aware of, and we don't really get a lot of backstory on. They, they we're just led to believe that they were bros for a while. It's true. Which I guess if you're like his head of security or whatever, you, you get quite close. But um, we also get the introduction to Helena. Yes. Who's uh, a lady who tells us nothing. And she's like a well, like a Secret Service person. Yeah, Secret Service and Hunnigan's basically like, you can trust her. Except she never tells you anything. She never tells you anything. Like, at a certain point in the game, Jared and I were just yelling, like, please just tell us something. <laughs> please. 
Because like you first meet her and she's like, oh, if we go to this church, uh, I'll tell you things there. And then you get to church, she's like, oh, uh, we gotta go this place, I'll tell you things there. And then you get to that place, oh, uh, you do this, I'll tell you this. It's like a continuous, like, we just gotta keep going and I'll tell you everything. And at one point, like, Leon finally gets to his, like, you gotta tell me something. But I think it was like the second time that she did it, Jared and I were both like, no, you need to tell us what's happening. <laughs> we were done. <laughs> tell us what's going on. Um, and it's a whole lot of like dumb Resident Evil tropes of like, hey, there's this person and we got to save them. Oh no, they're a zombie. What are we going to do? We're going to shoot them because that's what we're supposed to do. Um, and that happens a few times in the university and then we escape, um, which I guess it should be mentioned that like we had a weird prologue scene before all this. Yeah. Um, of like Leon helping Helena and like giving her medicine. There's like a jet into a building and zombies everywhere. That's your introduction. There's a helicopter. But definitely it is not during that university scene. No, no, no. And so like I was a little confused because we started with that prologue and then like we got to the university. And I'm like, uh, are these the same place? But they're not. <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> Um, so it's a whole lot of like, let's get out of the university and get to that church. Yeah. And um, even then, like we we finally get to the church, and it's a whole lot of like survivors in there saying like, no, you can't come in, you can't do it. Which I mean, granted, and what we learned about Leon S. Kennedy throughout this entire campaign is that if you ever meet him out in the wild and there is a outbreak happening, run in the complete opposite direction. Because if you interact yeah. with him, you are going to die. Unless you're Helena. Unless you're or a, a, unless you are a co-op partner. Or Hunnigan, because she's survived every Resident Evil she contacts him in. Well, she's survived. in a completely different like place, so she's fine. Yeah. She is but not in the vicinity. Him, if you see him run, exactly. I understand that he's a good-looking guy and he has a fantastic butt, and he's also voiced by Matt Mercer. Um, so like A plus is all the way across the board here. But you will die. But no ifs, ands, or buts. Die, please run. Well, there are buts, but with two T's. God. <laughs> um, there's a lot of scenarios where uh, we were in like the cemetery trying to get to the chapel, and like we both kept falling into random holes. <laughs> That's what happens when you're in a cemetery. You might you might just stumble into a grave. It was weird. I was like, oh, God, you disappeared. And you're just, like, in a water hole. Like, help. I've been buried alive. Um, I remember that we got to that chapel, and I was terrified because we had that, like, gassy guy coming at us. <laughs> the gassy guy. He was a gassy man. He was. <laughs> it's like the name of the gassy guy. <laughs> He's just farting his zombie juice all over you. Which is, always, like which is always weird because, I like, think I've ever said. <laughs> it's true. It's always weird when, like, they, they give you, like, those, like, kind of specialty zombies and, like, it's this huge fight the first time. And then, like, afterwards, like, oh, you just run into them in the wild and then they just fall over pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing happened uh, when we were trying to escape the city and, like, we ran into the big boys. Big boy. There was, like, these really big fat zombie guys and there's one that was, like, a, essentially, like, a boss fight. When we were trying to save, like, an old man who was dumb as crap because he's like, 
hey, you need to get rid of all those zombies down there. I just go shoot out through the windows. Oh, by the way, I have like security windows down there that I could have shut the whole time. That's fine, though. You can shoot all these zombies. Get all so, these like, people killed. By the time that he died, I was like, you deserve that for being a butt. <laughs> Although he didn't die in a very pleasant way, so. Nobody whoops. dies in a pleasant way here. I mean, fair. Fair, fair. A lot of people died because of the zombie farts, because it's like a very small chapel area, and like me as Helena and you as Liam, we're like ah, running around trying to get it. And all those people in that chapel died. Not all of them, but a lot of them died. Died. And then we like went under. Well, there was some like weird puzzly stuff to do, and then we went under the the chapel into like the catacombs. Where we found some like, and that's, labs and shit. That's where stuff started going real crazy. When it gets off the rails. Yeah, it, it started getting really, really off the rails at this point. Um, because that's when we found like the Ada tape, the Happy Birthday Ada, which was clearly meant for us. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, nope. like Leon's like, nope. hmm, Happy Birthday Ada. This should be a good video to watch because I <laughs> oh, love Ada. Yeah. <laughs> And then Which, I mean, like, it probably was a good one for him because she was naked. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It'd be like, I like this, but I'm very confused. Right. It would be a confusion boner. Let's be real. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. He he would straight up have confusion boner because he's like, she's naked and I love this, but also like. She just came out of like a cocoon. Right. She was hatched and also she's covered in goo. This is real weird. Yeah, I kind of I dig this. I should probably get out of this room before things go crazy. Then and then him Let me uh, make a copy of this tape real quick. Yep. Which, by the way, the fact that it's a f***ing VHS tape is hilarious. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, there's a VHS. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. The kiddos would not understand. It's like, what is he playing that on, man? What is that? Uh, this is also like the time we, we learned that, like... The uh, the uh, the head of the NSA is apparently behind all this. The head of the NSA is a villain. Wow. Who could have thunk it? Wow. Yeah, he he's uh, he's basically constructed this entire like bio event. Bio event. Well, what else would you call it? I mean, it's you're like right. It's just a funky word to say. Bioterrorism. I could say that, but. Bio event works. It just reminds me of like when you hear like nerdy people be like, "Oh yeah, so if you would like to go take a bio break right now." <laughs> I hate. I hate that phrase. I never even heard that phrase. I, it's Does terrible. that mean you have to go pee? It's a bad. It's literally, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, but I need to go take a bio break. Oh my God, just tell people you have to pee. Yeah, it's like nobody's gonna be offended if like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. I mean, I tell you all the time we're playing games. Like, Jared, I gotta go pee. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bio event. Oh my god. It's it's the bio event where everybody pees. And I think here we also learn about, like, Helena's been involved in this, and her sister's yeah. involved, and there's cocoons everywhere, and it's real weird. Yeah, so it's odd because, like, we're going through the chapel and we find this room with, like, two chairs. One of them's flipped over and we're like, some kind of bad event happened here. 
Yeah, it, it basically it's immediately like, oh, this is either a room where they were interrogating people or torturing people, or probably both. Probably both. Yeah. And Helena's like, everybody was here. Everybody was just here. What's going on? And then you're like, okay, Helena knows what's going on, but she won't tell us. Um, and it turns out that NSA director has been like experimenting on her sister Deborah. Sure. I think that was her name. That sounds about right. Um, and we should know because I mean, she yelled the name like 150 <laughs> times. True, she did. And um, so this is part of the game where both of us were just like incoherently screaming at both Leon and Helena because they were both being excessively stupid. <laughs> um, Which they they completely continue that throughout the rest of the game. Oh yeah, they do. And uh, other Helena, characters. I would say Helena gets a little bit better after this, but like during this entire scenario, I was like Helena, Helena, Helena. Like there were a few times that she died in this, so I was like, you know what? That's fine. You probably deserve that. <laughs> um, which some of them involved us accidentally like spiking both of us to death. It happens. Um, but. Helena finds her sister Deborah, who is like cocooned, and also Ada shows up. And Leon's like instant boner. I can't like, think about anything oh. else now. So um, we have to fight Deborah, and also like travel down the building. Because you fight her like multiple stages. You do like a Donkey Kong Country two rail ride at one point and she's on there and you gotta fight her there and it's just a whole big ordeal which by the way neither of us are good at timed button presses <laughs> quick time events are not our forte <laughs> so there were so many times that like we're on the rail car and she's trying to fight it it like blonked by the the stuff that's coming through we're like oh alright well I guess we're floored now <laughs> you were better at it than I was but I don't think either of us were really good at it. It's very rude. It was it was insane. But yeah, eventually you beat her and then Helena just drops her off of a cliff or whatever. Yeah, because there are so many times that Helena, like even that one part, Helena's like, I'm going to grab your arm and hold on to you. And I'm like, Helena, she's dead. She's like a zombie at this point. Please let her go. And she's like, no more tears. And I'm like, she's not crying. She's trying to eat your face. <laughs> Welcome to the continual aspect of Resident Evil characters not knowing how to kill people at the right opportune moment. Yeah, like if somebody is, tr I don't care if like they're your most loved one in the entire universe. If they're trying to eat your face off, Done. you are supposed, yeah, that's no longer your loved one. You need a new loved one. You can you can get a new one because they're trying to eat your face. Let them go. You can hatch one from a cocoon if you want. Apparently, I mean, that's how Leon's gonna get a new Ada. Maybe. I don't know. Mail I don't know how these Ada. things. Mail order Ada. Lord Leon S. Kennedy. Rookie cop. Um. Which, by the way. We also got a scene in this that wrecked me and was so unfair because nobody warned me there was a freaking zombie shark. Oh, right, right. And so, like, I, I think pretty much, like, that entire sequence was you having to deal with me just, like, screeching and hoping that I was pressing the right prompts <laughs> because, like, I was not looking at the screen. Well, like, we've, we've 
they like they drop you down to like water area, which automatically it's like, oh great, a water level. That's what everyone wants. And you see like you see this big fish like going around. It's like, oh, there's just a big fish. And like no indication that was like actual like a shark or anything. I was like, oh, that's a big old fish. More like in Resident Evil Four, how like it was more like a whale, like a mudfish type of thing. Right. But no, it's a shark. Yeah. Zombie shark. Which you say that it looks ridiculous. Um, it I does. It confirm. looks super ridiculous. I cannot confirm or deny because I couldn't look at it That's too true. much. But um, it got to the point where like there was one part where you were in the water and it was required me to like shoot it so you could get away. And I was just like, die. So, uh, but the best thing about that. <laughs> so we got through all of that. We got like, we got me up on like the ledge and was like, okay, we're getting ready to proceed. My power goes out. <laughs> and the checkpoint was before the water part. Mm-hmm. And it was like, my screen is going black. I was like, oh, I guess we're getting a cutscene here. And then like, my PS4 shuts down. Everything else around me shuts down. I was like, what the f***? <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I super hope that like they checkpoint us after that. And it was like, nope, you got to swim through all that and redo that entire fight. And I was like, oh my god, why? Poor so now. then you got to deal with me screeching twice. I mean, you got through it. I did. I, did, I got through it and I felt better because I shot the ever-loving heck out you of did. it a lot. You like told me at one point you're like you were on that. You you legitimately were. You're like you were just like it would pop up. You're like blat, and it pop up again. You're like blat. I didn't want it to show up anymore. I was like, please go away. <laughs> Which I mean, it was it was probably a good thing you were Helena there, so like you could have the like the cathartic cathartic effect of like just shooting the hell out of that shark. But also not being in the water with it. But also not being in the water with it with bad swimming controls. Yeah, that would have been terrifying for me to just be stuck in the water with it, knowing it's coming behind me. And then, like, even if you get caught, you get chomped, and that's scary. Chomp. I I did not like that. I was like, no, not zombie sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Why? But we got through it. It was, uh, we had to do it twice, but we got through it. And then I had to, like, even though I had to calm you down, coach you through it, we got through it. It was a-okay. We got through it. We got through it. Uh, and then, is this when we go to China? We get on an airplane? I think something happens after we get out of that, but I don't remember. But yeah, we go to China next. Um, We've also learned in this game, do not let Leon fly. God, no. There- he is a terrible <laughs> pilot. <laughs> there are two things we've learned from this game. If you see Leon S. Kennedy and you are not his co-op partner, run the heck away. And if you see Leon and he's trying to pilot something, also run away. If you're trapped with Leon he's... Kennedy on a plane, you're f- Yeah, all those people are dead. Like, mega, mega dead. Because mega, mega he dead. is the worst flyer. And, like, when he... The entire sequence is, like, zombies on the plane and um, Leon having to, to like fly the movie. plane. Yeah, exactly. When he crashes it. We were both like, well, that's like three blocks of China gone. Mm-hmm. And then no one mentions it afterwards. It's like, ah, whatever. No, nobody mentions that. But if you've been in a few of the routes, are like, oh, there's an airplane. Interesting. We're like, oh, <laughs> yep. there goes Leon. <laughs> the best part about that was like, it makes you get into like the, the pilot seat to, to try and fly the plane to at least like land it somewhere. It's like, they're like, oh, you need to turn this lever over here. And it's like, I'm just like looking around waiting for a button prompt. It's like, I. I don't. I can't see any of this stuff. What do you want me to do? Which, speaking oh. of, 
That, uh, that rem- behind you, like, ah, yeah, you're like trying to fight off zombies. That reminds me of a good point uh, that this game strangely brings up, but like, I feel like a lot of times we look at the generation jump from like 360 to the PS4 era as like not a big jump. Like the graphics got better, but like not really a lot else changed. Mm-hmm. You look at this game, you can definitely see the uh, the 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 bumps in hardware where where things are are significantly better. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are there are parts of this that are pretty, and then there are parts of this that are like, wow, that is a poorly textured wall. Yeah, like a lot of the textures in this game look like trash, hot garbage. And like you look at games now, it's like you know we actually have like good high res textures throughout like a lot of games, and you know even during this era, like PC stuff was was getting a lot of like good high res textures, but like you know the consoles were still lagging behind because that was still you know 2006 hardware. And right. man, just looking at this game now and just like seeing all those like poorly rendered textures and just oh boy like yeah that did you get poorly rendered textures in the in the cockpit probably i think all those instruments were just kind of like there (laughs) but yeah like it's it's night and day how much like how much of a difference that makes like nowadays compared to like you know just a few years ago but yeah it's a it's a huge difference that i think a lot of people kind of don't necessarily notice or kind of like just kind of forget and like push to the side in terms of like, you know, significant upgrades from the, the previous generation to now. Well, what we learned is past gen still had good butts, but also they could not do walls. It's true. But or now we can do butts anything. and walls. Yay. Yay. But yeah, Leon crashes a plane in China. And then we run into Sherry and Jake. We do. And fight fight a big claw man, which this part was hilarious because, like, you had a bus and <laughs> the bus, like, <laughs> the one thing that it hit, it didn't hit the enemy. It hit me. Yeah, because there's a point where, like, you get split up from your partner and, like, I had to fix a bus up, which apparently Leon just knows how to fix buses. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to drive this bus into the, the enemy. And it's like, okay. And then, like, it, it, it flew off. And then you were just like out there standing and just ran you over. <laughs> I didn't die. It's just surprising because you die from like something looking at you wrong in this game, but <laughs> but it didn't hit the enemy. It hit me. It was really good. But it still triggered like us to move on, so it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was our first like run in with Sherry and Jake and in the Leon route and. They tell us where to to go find uh, Simmons. Yeah. So then we're going to like the the weird like research lab thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which there's one part where we run into Simmons and like Leon actually pulls out both of his guns. And you're (laughs) like, what? The only Um, time he does that. Yeah, that's one thing that irritated both of us is that like every time somebody had their gun out in the Leon and Helena route, like they just had their... That was it. I'm like, guys, you have better weapons. Don't need to just pull out your pistol Hold every time. On. You can pull out your your shotgun, your machine gun, your sniper rifle, your knife. Pull something out that's not the dang pistol. Come on. Um. So yeah, we run into Simmons a few times, and at one point he gets infected. But also, we're in the like weird research lab, and uh, 
we run into the killer Roombas. Oh, the killer Roombas. <laughs> Super jerks. Weird room. We were like, what do we do? We just kill these Roombas? That's what we tried to do, and it technically worked, even though that's not what we were supposed to do. <laughs> Roombas were exploding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um... Which then leads to a showdown. It does. Because we right. also have run into Ada here. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, Leon's like, oh, I gotta go get her. Gotta go get her. That's my gotta Ada. Go say hi. I gotta get her. Like, hey, hey, girl. Hey, 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 You think girl. she like me? You think she, she, like, she like me? It's only been like 20 years. <laughs> oh, my God. This boy... And then you get a stare down. Uh, with lots of guns involved. It's true. Because we ran into Chris, mm-hmm. Chris Redfield, and uh, his new partner, Piers, who has a last name that I don't remember. The the only logical character in this entire game. The only logical character in the entirety of Resident Evil 6. Like, everybody else makes the stupidest decisions sometimes, and like... Makes a decision. I'm like, you know what, Piers? Good job. You, yes, that's the decision I also would have made. You're thinking with your brain, buddy. I like it. <laughs> um, because he just continued to make really good decisions throughout it. And I'm like, I like you, Piers. I like you. <laughs> and at this point, he's like, Hey, we should shoot Ada. This is a good idea. And Leon's like, No, 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 no. My boner says no. No, you, you can't. Cannot- you can't shoot Ada. She is an important witness. <laughs> and Chris is like, dog, she's the one behind all this. Yeah, she started this, man. And like, like, no, you can't say that. I don't believe you. Either. My boner says um, otherwise. <laughs> which we also learned at this point that, like, Chris Redfield can beat the ever-loving crap out of Leon in a fight. Which, I mean, granted, I don't think that's that surprising. It's not, but, like, I I thought that, like, a fight between the two of them would be a little bit more equal. And, like, I think they were trying to portray it as a little bit more equal because there were a few times that Leon got some, like, nice shots in. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Chris freaking obliterated him, man. Yeah. And that fist fight, like, if it had gone on any longer, like, Chris would have just destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Which, again, Chris punched a boulder a whole lot in five <laughs> so like yes he knows how the to boy punch. the boy is beefy um but he's like leon no leon leon no i need to take ada and destroy her because she's behind this leon no and leon's like leon yes <laughs> so they come to an agreement and um ada goes flying away she has she she throws a flashbang and it's like later, and I was like, appears like I should have shot her like I said. God. Um, I don't remember if it's after this or before this, but anyway, Simmons has been injected with this C virus, which you called the cool virus. The cool virus. Uh, at some point, and we get to fight him on a train. We do. We beat him up on a and train. And by get to fight him, uh, I mean we were forced to fight this man on a train, and sometimes it ended very poorly because we kept getting dead. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks, good game mechanics. <laughs> it was hilarious at one point because you were like on one train and I was on the other, and I'm like, cool, I have nothing but a pistol. <laughs> and um, like I kept shooting something, and then we got a cutscene, and I was like, did we do it? Yeah, I just like shot him a couple times with a handgun. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we did it. And then Leon continues to be dumb. Repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Helena at this point's like gotten a little bit better since like her sister is not there anymore. But then Leon's just like, all right, time to just be off the rails dumb. So we beat Simmons on that train. And then we're like, hey, we're in this part of China and everything's fine now, right? Chris is like, no, not everything's fine because one, Ada is dead. And B, um, there's a giant missile of the C virus heading right to you. Good luck. Later. <laughs> Bye, buddy. And then uh, Leon's like, oh, by the way, uh, can you go save Sherry and Jake? That'd be that'd be swell. They're in an oil field a little bit of ways. All right, later. Um, I'm going to not get gassed. Yeah, which we, we turned Leon green a few times accidentally. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, it's it's good the word you want to use. Totally. Um, it wasn't even like a good transition of him like trying to become zombified. He just like turned like green and points and, and like, fell over. Oh. Yeah, he fell. It was awkward and strange. We got we got to ride um, with that one dude who just took us around, and he was like, and you couldn't even see out the front, and he's like, how are you driving? And he's like, I can't go anywhere later. <laughs> oh yeah, that poor guy. He was a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we just like, driving. and then eventually we just like wind up where the prologue started. Yeah, um, because everything's going to heck, and like a jet plane, just fighter, whatever they're called, like goes into a building, and the prologue acts out. But it acts out a little bit different than like the initial way that it worked. Right. Which I don't understand that at all. Shrug shoulders. Yeah, it was weird, and so like. Um, fall into this glass thing. We have to fight T-Rex um, Simmons. Mm-hmm. And Ada's uh, there with her helicopter and she's shooting it. Yeah. That was Even though Ada's dead. Yeah, Ada's dead. Which, that was one thing that, like, when he gets the message that Ada is dead, he's like, copy. <laughs> so sad. And then he, like, he, like, pouts for a minute. And I don't understand because, like, usually when they're trying to talk to each other, like, they press their earpiece. And then at that point, he, like, says things without pressing the earpiece. So I'm like, are they just doing that to look cool? Like, do they have to press on the earpiece to talk? Or did he just, like, talk and then Chris didn't pick up any of what he actually said? Eh. Sometimes you just got to look cool. And sulk. Because your your crush of 20 years who is never going to sleep with you just apparently died. But now she's back and shooting Coffee, helicopter. <laughs> I will say, and I'm sure you're not surprised by this, Matt Mercer did a great job as Leon. Oh, yeah. Um, the funniest part, though, is that Matt Mercer and Troy Baker are in this game together. <laughs> yeah. And so there's this point where, like, we, we had, the two characters are talking to each other, and both of us are joking, like, same voice, same, same voice. voice. <laughs> and um, Laura Bailey does a good job, too. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was Laura Bailey until I looked it up. There were some, like, High quality cast members in this. It's true. Um, so yeah, we were fighting T Rex Simmons and everything's going honky dory. And we um, beat him. Yay! He's dead, right? No. 
No, he's never dead. We get to fight him another, what, twice? Yeah, a couple more times. One time he turns into a giant bug and it freaked me out. Yeah, the bug was... I was like, um, we're, we're climbing a, a elevator cord at some point, and then, like, Leon, like, jolt, jumps over from the elevator cord to, like, go help Ada at some point. I'm like, dude! Ugh. It's like he's got a magnet on his junk, and it's just attached to Ada, and he's like... I'm like, Leon, 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 honey, like, no, stop. Leon, stop. Leon, Leon, <laughs> no. Leon. Um, and so, like, Helena, I was just up there, like, picking off people with a sniper because I was like, well, Leon decided to leave my ass up here. Guess I'm just going to help him from here. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea what was happening in the fight. Like, I didn't even know what Simmons looked like until later in the game um, because I couldn't see him. I was just sniping things. Yeah. Because it was like you and Ada, like, chilling out up there. And then Ada's like, bye, I left you a present. But yeah, you fight him again there, and then, like, once again, doesn't do anything. Mm -mm. So that's when I go for our present, which is on the roof of the building. Which you have to, like, like walk a a lot of ways to get to. Uh Uh-huh. And fight him even more times. There's one part with, like, a lightning rod which came from a certain part of the game later that we found out and um eventually you, you do beat him and there's this great scene that's so cheesy and i love it and it's when simmons falls on that spike oh god yeah god that scene yeah it was a good scene man So Simmons falls on the spike and bleeds an excessive amount, an amount that no human being would even be able to contain in their body. And the way that it flows down, it like zooms out and does like an aerial view of it. And it's the umbrella logo. I was like, yeah, about this life. And uh, luckily we, um, we do get our helicopter, but Leon does not fly it. Helena takes over. (laughs) She's like, no. You don't get to fly this. <laughs> you sit there and look pretty. But she does. Very successful. Um, but Lord, man, like... I don't think I've been as annoyed with Leon in my entire existence as I was at certain points of this. Because it was like, <laughs> Leon, no. Leon, no. Leon, no. Like, you just want to take a spray bottle like a cat and just, like, scream <laughs> in the face like, yeah, no. 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 He's very dumb in this route. It's not even just like dumb. It's just that he just like doesn't think. He's whipped. Whoosh. Um, because like Ada is using him and very clear, clearly using him and admits to it and is even like wants nothing to do with him and kind of makes that pretty clear. Um, I think there's one line that she says in the entirety of her rap where she calls him cute. But then other than that, it's just like, she doesn't, she's not that into you, bro. Like, you got to get over this crush. It's, at this point, it's been 20 years for us, but like, it's been a long time, buddy. You got to let it go. (laughs) You're 36. Got a whole life ahead of you still. And you just, you've been doing this whole, most of your life, and 
like, I don't know, maybe find you a nice girl who's not going to, like, f- die anytime you look at her wrong. <laughs> um, but I don't think eight is it. I don't think eight is your, your good option here, buddy. You gotta, gotta move past that. <sighs> Speaking of dumb decisions, then we played the Chris route. Oh, man. It appears who was a smart boy. Chris was a dumb boy. Chris is a really dumb boy. Which is v- a... it's oh, the opening of that of that cat of that that category. <laughs> that <laughs> campaign is just so ridiculous. Where it's like Chris is just in this Eastern European bar, just drinking himself to death. Turtleneck. And you see Piers like he's like, oh, I'm just gonna enjoy a nice steak. Oh, I heard they make good steaks here. And then like he's like, What the f- are you doing here? You gotta get back right now. We're all f- agents. Get back here now, soldier. You dumb. Stop with your bull. Stop being a drunk. <laughs> and Chris is like, okay. Okay, I can do that. Um, which like that was such a ridiculous scenario that like all of them are agents in this one tiny bar in Eastern <laughs> Europe, and like they see Chris start acting like a jerk when he gets cut off from alcohol, and they're like, all right, we gotta step in. We gotta. Re- Get our captain back. Which they do. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, and so he takes off his turtleneck. Puts on his and, uh, gear neck. The, the terrible pants that nobody likes. So you, like, you start this one off in China for like a little bit and get to see like the different enemy types in, in this route. The Yavos or whatever Yavo. they're called. So you get to fight them a lot. We have a hostage situation in the building. That's what you got. You got to go do first and clear that, and run up, run up and down a bunch of floors. Yeah, we got so lost a lot. It's true. And, then, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, we got the hostages. All right, let's blow up the building." And everyone's like, "Okay, later." And they're like, "Wait, wait, guys, we're still in here." <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys. <laughs> decisions so we're like oh, how do we get out of this building so we had to find a place to like jump out of the building mm-hmm. and then it's like now we're back in Europe and then it, it tells the tale of like what happened to make Chris all sad and drunk which by the way the whole scene where the steak which it's weird that that's how I refer to it but the scene with the steak Pierce has his phone and he's like, look at these pictures. These were your men. They died on your watch. Because Chris has amnesia. He's like, he has like post-traumatic stress disorder and is like completely blocked all that out. Well, it's post-traumatic trauma. Because it's, it's the head injury. That Wouldn't that did be it. the post-traumatic trauma? Isn't that like just a double negative? No, because um, post-traumatic stress is like an emotional reaction okay. like a mental emotional um trauma is actually like a head injury i forgot he bonked his head it. on the concrete mm-hmm. at the end of that yeah he had an actual head injury that caused the he really he really stress, bonked so. his head really hard he broke the concrete he broke the concrete with his skull like buddy <laughs> like, you're gonna break you're... your skull doing that <laughs> when you do that you know it's bad <laughs> so anyway we're back in europe <laughs> So yeah, you, you basically get to tell it tells us like what happened throughout all of this, and you get to fight some big boys. They got like weird all things those big in the boys back, were big. and you got to pull the the junk out of their Sherry back. And Jake. Yeah, uh, yeah. You meet up with Sherry and Jake here, and she's like, "Hey, I'm transporting this dude," and Chris is like, 
this guy looks familiar. Huh. Hmm. Anyways, that's, that's interesting. Who could you be? I don't know. He's like, oh, I guess I don't know you. You look familiar, but move along, buddy. And um, Jake's like, you jarheads all look the same to me. I don't know who you are. Pierce is like, Man. oh, fuck you. Pierce is like, Dude, eh, Pierce is going to eh, shoot at eh. me. So, yeah, like, they they have that little meeting. They go their own separate ways. And then, like, they run into, like, this building full of, like, a bunch of cocoons and stuff and a bunch of those pop. And city Hall. City, oh, yeah, it's City Hall. And a bunch of those pop, so you have to fight a bunch of those enemies. And then you find Ada here. Who is supposedly running everything and has made Neo Umbrella. Which, um, worth mentioning, some of these cocoon guys are bees. Bees! And these- bees! And then some of these cocoon guys are velociraptors. <laughs> for no reason. Like, it, it, it's insane. But the bees was a good joke between us. Bees! Bees! But yeah, you you get let through all that, and then basically she kills all your men except for Piers, and then Chris gets bonked on the head. Yeah, dude, she like injects, like she puts them in a cage and then injects them all, which like we knew Finn was gonna die because, which rip Yuri Lowenthal, the um, the one man who knew how to do everything. <laughs> he knew how to do everything. He was a medic. He was a demolition expert, and like he was amazing. And he was also the only other one not wearing a helmet, so we knew he was important until he died. But um, she like put him in a cage and then injected them with a C virus, and then like let the cage loose. It's like, hey, go get Chris. That'd be fun, right? And so he he had a, a big grudge against Ada, but also got his head bonk. I forgot everything. Yay! Until and Peter's then became a back. drunk with a turtleneck. Dang and then turtleneck. like. He's in China. He's like, I don't actually remember anything, but I'm here anyway. And then, like after you, after that happens, after you get out of, like the building, because it flashes back to, to that, and he's like, I remember everything. And then we found a park and we played in it a lot. <laughs> we found a park and we went down the slide. <laughs> and I got to play on the panda. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, because the first route you played as Leon and I played as Helena, and then the second route I played as Chris and you played as Piers. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, I got to play with a panda and we got to go down the slide, but your slide was way cooler than mine because Piers gets down on his belly and goes like face first down the he goes slide. Belly first down the slide. And then Chris is like, I'm going to stand on the slide and go down it. I'm like, Chris, wh- why? Why are you like this? <laughs> so, yeah, they let you do that. And we dumb. got like a, a little part of our score was like, he went, went down, down the, the slide. slide. <laughs> like, yeah, we did. It's true. Uh, so yeah, you fight your way through China. As you do. Blowing up helicopters and stuff. And a bunch of big enemies. Uh, I think like this is like... This third chapter is like where you meet up with... Uh, or you, you encounter Leon. Yep. So that happens again, obviously. But you get to see it from Chris's side this time. And then when you're playing it through it this time, you also notice like, oh, they're over there on the other side of the wall. Doing the same thing we are. Yeah, we didn't notice that the first time. The second time, we're like, oh, hey, there's there's Leon and Helena. They are also shooting the evil Roombas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was neat. And then they got there. And at this point, you understand more, like, why Chris is so adamant that we kill Ada. Which, like, at understanding that she was in charge of it, like, we were told that. And we're like, okay. 
But then, like, seeing what she did to Chris and his his group, you're like, okay, I understand a lot of why he just wanted to straight up murder mm-hmm. her. And and also, Piers, like, made sense of why he yeah. wanted to murder her. But also, at this point, like, we realized, like, yeah, there's, like, two Adas. Yeah, because they had different outfits. Mm-hmm. And that's how you clarify main characters. If you're ever wearing a different outfit, you're a different character. Unless you've changed clothes on an airplane. True. Because Leon and Helena did that. It's true. Two I different... think, yeah, Cher and Jake do it too at some point. But that's because they were naked. So they didn't really have much of a they choice. They steal clothes. Yeah, that perfectly fit them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get to do all that. And then essentially after that, it's like, oh, well, you gotta go chase Ada. And she goes to like an aircraft carrier. So that's where you head off next. Which there's a part where you fly an airplane in this. Yeah. And I, I somehow got us the trophy for not injuring the airplane. I don't know how I did it. And I'm real proud of me for it. Which is interesting because like, so you get through like the, the first aircraft carrier and then like you just grab a, a jet and go off to like a different one that supposedly has like missiles for the virus that are going to shoot off and go into, into mainland China. And so like... You stayed up in the plane. I jumped off and had to, like, go, like, blow shit up. Yep. All the while, like, these big old boys were following me and trying to beat me up. So, like, you you basically were, like, flying around and, like, shooting stuff while I was doing that. And then eventually, like, we got back up on board and then we had to, like, take care of, like, you know, like, anti-air stuff and then shoot missiles and all that sort of stuff. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad part is, is that like ninety percent of the fight, I'm like, am I actually flying the plane? <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't really good of telling us that. Uh, so I didn't understand that, but also like I didn't injure the plane and got us the trophy. You so did. yay! I didn't know I was flying the plane, but I did a good job. So there you go. Pro tip: <laughs> If you want to get that trophy, just don't. Just think you're not flying the plane. <laughs> yeah, just don't think you're flying the plane. Just think you're just shooting stuff and like hoping that the computer is flying the plane. You'll do fine. A-okay. Um, which the, the aircraft carrier is actually pretty cool. Um, although there was one part where I was like, have you ever actually been on an aircraft carrier? You're like, no. I forgot what you were even asking about, but uh, it was, I like that. It, it was neat. Except for those creepy, like, dudes that you could, like, microwave their hands. Oh, right. Well, yeah, you mean those like first those in, um, in the Leon route. Yeah, I still didn't like them. But yeah, you can microwave their hands. You can microwave their hands. It's true. Uh, that leads you to like the oil place where you got to go find Jake and Sherry. And yeah, well, her... you kill. You also kill Ada. Well, you don't. That you watch her well, die. You watch her die. Yeah. Someone Ada... just flies up in a helicopter, like blat later. <laughs> and so she gets shot and then falls down. And you're like, well, Ada's dead. Which is when you call Leon and um, tell her that it's uh, her. Tell. <laughs> him that Ada is dead and then he, he he pouts and then he's like by the way go get Sherry and so you do that so we fly away to the oil which is underwater yep yep and then that's like the the final stuff for, for this route where you get to go through all that save rescue them Sherry. rescue them and then like this big old monster comes out and fights you it's huge it's a big old it's thing all these weird arms. So like you, you like you get chased by it, you fight through it a lot, and then like everything, you're like, all right, yeah, we're fine, we're gonna we're gonna beat this thing, and then Piers gets and his arm just obliterated. Which, by the way, running away from that thing with the camera angles was trash. Mm-hmm. Like most trash. things. Trash. 
But yeah, the thing like throws a piece of shrapnel and like pins Pierre's arm like to the wall. I think he gets part of it smashed and then he gets another part of it pinned. Mm-hmm. And Pierce is like, well, this sucks. And Chris is about to die. So he's like, all right, well, time to be awesome. Which, by the way, Pierce was freaking cool during this because <laughs> he's just like, Hmm. Well, I gotta save Chris. What do I do? I'm just gonna rip my arm off. So he like pulls it out of, like the shrapnel and is like just dangling there, and then he finds like the the injection of the C virus that you find on the the aircraft carrier. He's like on Ada, right? Yeah, and he's like, "Well, YOLO," <laughs> and injects himself, and he gets this cool arm that can shoot electricity and stuff. <laughs> Which I was so freaked out by this because it's like, I don't know what's happening. You're just shooting electricity everywhere. and There's water all over the floor and I'm just shooting with my little pistol because that's all I had at that point. <laughs> so Chris is just like, I'm trying my best. So that's and a- there are parts where like I actually just like punch the thing in the face yeah. after you electrify it. So that's essentially like how yeah. you, you do that final boss fight is like you have to electrify the the enemy and then... Chris has to do something and then let you just beat it up a lot. Which at this point I was like, oh no, like Pierce has injected himself with this. He's the only rational person in any of these routes. Pierce isn't going to make it. So and of I kept course telling, he's going to die. I kept telling you, I was like, I don't think you're going to make it, buddy. I don't, I don't think he's going to make it. And I was real upset because Pierce was great. He was such a good and smart character. And he continued to do good and smart things even after the Chris is like being a dumb. Mm-hmm. Because Chris is like, "Come on, buddy, come on, we'll just get on the, we'll, we'll get, get on the, the escape pod. pod. We'll, we'll, we'll go yeah, together. It'll we'll be, be okay." Fine. And uh, Pierce is like, "Dude, no!" And just like nope. puts him in there and shoots it off. And uh, big big boy monster is like, "Chris, no, you're staying with hey, me." Anyway. He goes to grab him. Pierce is like, nope. Big old electricity. Yeah. Which, like, the whole thing before this is, like, Chris was like, all right, after this, I'm done. Pulling out, you're going to you're gonna take charge after this. You're going to be the new captain. And then <laughs> everything goes down the way it does, and Chris is kind of still stuck there. Yeah, that's why you don't ever tell somebody that, like, I'm going to give up my gun, and you're going to take my job. Like, don't ever do Immediate that when death you're flag. In- Yeah, Jesus, like that. You just killed Piers right there, Chris. Good job. <laughs> uh, so I was real, real sad because Piers was such a good boy, and he he died in a very tragic way it's because true. he's a Resident Evil character who's not named Leon or Chris or Claire or Jill, and was actually like smart and understood things and wasn't a dumbass. Right, and like was actually willing to take action when action needed to be taken. Right. And then we get the the epilogue where like Chris is eating the steak. (laughs) Clearly a good steak. I mean, apparently Pierce told us it was a good steak. And since he is a good boy and a smart boy, I trust him. True. He has good judgment. (laughs) I believe his judgment on steaks, too. Uh, So that led us to to Jake. Jake, and so we get we get good butts again, which we learn in um in Chris's route who he actually is. 
We do, because there's a part where um, they have a, a little confrontation. Mm-hmm. And Chris is like, hey, buddy, by the way, I killed your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, maybe not the best thing to say to somebody, like, the second time you meet him. Chris is like, well, was it personal or, or was it professional? Both. What? Yeah, that was the funny thing is that, like, when we were playing it, uh, Jake asked, he's like, you know, is it professional or, like, were you following orders or was it personal? And I was like, he's going to say both. He's going to say both. Both. I was like, yes. <laughs> I could write Resident Evil dialogue. It's true. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard, but. <laughs> but, like, the dumb thing about that entire sequence is uh, you learn in this round, I was like, Jake didn't give a shit about his dad. <laughs> He didn't. He did not care because he didn't even know who his dad was. Yeah, he learns about him throughout the route, and he's like, "That dude sounds like an ass." Right. He's like, "Dude, my dad did some crappy things." And then, like, when you meet Chris, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna point a gun in your head for doing that. How dare you?" It's like, dude, why do you care so much? Like, you literally have like said a few hours back, like he was like, Man, "That guy sucked." I think it was like misdirected anger because he realized like how crappy of a person his dad was and like his dad abandoned his mom and she was sick and all. So I think it was like a misdirected anger and the fact that like he wasn't able to confront his dad himself and find out who he was and all that. But it's just poorly Uh, done. It is. It is poorly done. I think that's what they were going for though. (laughs) I could be wrong. It's bad when you have to be like, is, is this what they're going for? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, given what we know about Chris and given what we know about Jake and given what we know about, uh, I guess I'll spoil it, it's Wesker's kid. Um, like, it, it makes sense that that's what's going on, but they don't specify that that's what's going yeah. on because otherwise in the route, he's just like, yeah, my dad sucked, man. Whoops. And it's just like that one moment and he's like, I'm angry. It's like, dude, I mean, like, what? Why? Jake does just have, like, angry moments. He sometimes. does, but, like, even then, like, I just don't buy that as him like getting angry no, I agree. oh this guy killed my dad how dare you i agree with you um like if anything he would just be like huh okay whatever and it might have also um and again this is just me like guessing it might have also just been the fact that like chris is like hey you look familiar and maybe he thought like he was keeping something from him because uh, i feel like jake would be the kind of person that would be upset if you were just like lying to his face right so, I mean, it could be any of these things, but Resident Evil clearly doesn't tell us what it is. So, it just seems irrational. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, Jake was actually not a bad character. Yeah. I was expecting him to be, like, an atrocious bag and, like... That's <laughs> why so you're like, you get to play as that guy when really, we, when really we do this campaign. <laughs> well, also, like, I knew Sherry. Yeah, Because yeah. I played Resident Evil 2. And so, I was like, Sherry, Yay! But yeah, I also told you, like, you get to play as the edgelord, because he seemed like an edgelord. And then, like, we got to this, I'm like, oh, actually, he's, like, one of the better guys in this entire game. Like, he's actually a somewhat nice person who's not really, like, he he he's selfish at the beginning, but by the middle of it, he he's very not selfish. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he did better than Leon, that's for sure. <laughs> that, what you just said, though, reminded me that, like, man, they really wanted to make this game, like, like, hey, you, you remember Resident Evil 2? Hey, you remember oh, Resident yeah. Evil 2? Hey, you remember Resident Evil 2? Hey, do you remember Resident Evil 2? Because, like, every time, like, anything happens in the past, like, oh, hey, this happened in Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. And look at all these characters that are tied to that game. Yeah, the only one that you don't get is Claire. 
they really wanted to make like a new like a, a, a it's not really a sequel it's just like a new continuation of the Resident Evil 2 story maybe this was like them like putting feelers out to see if they should remake Resident Evil 2 but I don't even know if it's if it works like that I don't know I'm just considering saying. like everyone like prior to that like that was the big but hubbub because yeah, they won like because you know, they did they did uh, the original remake and then a bunch of other little remakes here and there, and it was yeah, like, hey, why zero. don't you do two? And then Kevin was like, here's six, here's six, here's five, here's four, five, six, here's a bunch of other spinoff games, here's other stuff. And I mean, it wasn't until recently that they're like, yeah, we're gonna do two eight two remake, but like. It's just so weird how there's like. There's a lot of connection to it. Yo, here. Resident Evil Two. That was a good game, wasn't it? Hey, hey, remember that? <laughs> Too bad we're not remaking it anytime soon. Oh my god! Oh, it yeah. took them what? Uh, six years. Well, they they announced they were gonna do it. I think like what two or three years ago. Yeah, but we just now got a trailer for it with actual. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying information. Like, they confirmed they were going to do it like a few years back. So like, but 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 during this time when this game came out, like they hadn't said that. So yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of Resident Evil too. But but yeah, um, Jake was actually a not a bad guy. It's true. He wasn't a bad guy. He almost went to the bone zone a few times. Uh, a few. A few. <laughs> a few. I mean, I'm not wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is it like... There was actually like some quality cute romance going on in this route. And I'm like, I'm about this life. I like this. <laughs> this isn't like one-sided abusive nonsense with Leon. Or like to the point that the romance is like affecting their judgment. Right. Um, But it was cute. And yeah, he's he definitely got more action than any of the other protags in this game. <laughs> Way more action, which is also great because um, personally, I would not choose to do this, but um, it's rare that you see this kind of thing that's not like in a creepy trope. But the fact that um, Sherry's 27 and he's 20 is interesting Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't usually see that unless it's like, you know, weird teacher stuff or whatever. But you don't you don't usually see like the cute older lady that's hanging out with the the gruff younger boy and dating, which I mean, they don't officially date, but you know what's going on there. (laughs) Um, So she meets him and she's like, Hey buddy, you want to come with me? You're under the U S government's protection because like your blood's rad. He's like, do I get to make money off this? She's like, yeah. Like, all right, give me $50 million. (laughs) $50 million. And she's like, done. Okay, sure. Let's go. And it's like, oh, this should be like a simple, normal task that I can do. And then, oops, we're just going to be chased by this giant call man monster throughout like the entirety of this campaign. Which was also like one of the easiest bosses. Yeah. Surprisingly. But um, also we, we got to hang out with Chris and Piers and fight those weird spiky back monster things again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we part ways and go off on the plane, and then like it's like, oh, hello, I'm here. Yeah, he just like opened that plane like a tin can with his weird claw arm. You got like jump and from plane like, to plane. 
<laughs> yeah, the whole instructions were like, don't wreck the plane and also survive. And I'm like, uh, I don't think we're going to survive this uh, don't wreck the plane yeah. thing. <laughs> so every plane we were on just got wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I freaked out because I forgot that Sherry had any kind of like, like infection. Super healing powers? Yeah, because like we land and Jake's looking over and he's like, there's blood on me because he he's, has Sherry on top of him. He like grabs onto her and like rolls over in the sky so he can protect her. But like he he's looking at his hand. He's like, that's blood. It's not my blood, though. Oh, and then like he looks at Sherry and she's got like this giant piece of shrapnel in her back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's bad. And she tells him to pull it out. And he's like, no, you'll bleed to death. <laughs> like, that's a bad idea. Out. What are you talking about? She's like, just trust me. Pull it out. And so he does, and she heals. And so he starts calling her Supergirl, and it's cute. It's super, super cute. Also, it's Troy Baker, so like you have to consider that the whole time that we're we're going through. This is this is all Troy Baker saying this stuff. Same voice. Same voice. Uh, then you get trapped in the snowstorm. Yeah, um, we get gotta to go ride find some jet skis. We gotta find the data on uh, on Jake's blood. Because apparently yeah, it's the only data that they have. They don't have backups or anything. You ran over me with a jet ski one. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so mean. Um, so you have to find the three pieces of data. And then Jake's like, hey, we should go to that cabin. It looks really nice and cozy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they get some some quality hot looks going on with each other. And then, oh, no. Here comes the enemy. He's like, no, you don't get to do this. And like, Bleh. it's like the biggest zombie c- block ever. <laughs> Jake's like, well, I guess we're uh, not doing this here. So you get to ride some more jet skis to the. Oh god, that sequence. And die like fifteen. Oh, that times. was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> Between the two of us, like we just kept dying on the jet skis. So dumb. <laughs> um, because the ground's cracking as you're running away from like uh. I guess it's an uh, avalanche. Blizzard yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an thing. avalanche. And uh, like, if I wasn't falling into the weird cracks, you were falling into the weird cracks, or like running into stuff, and it was it was a bad sequence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think we died what eleven times between the two of us it on that chapter. Something like that. It was dumb. Um, but we survived and we made it, and then we got to go down to like this weird little like. I don't know what it was. It was like an underground facility. And then we get to do stealth. Stealth. Which you were really good at. <sighs> Look, I've played you some were... stealth games in my time, but like, this is a game that doesn't have stealth mechanics and it just don't implement that style into a game that doesn't have the mechanics for it. It was real bad. You, uh, you got a drill to the torso once and then you also made me get a drill to the torso once <laughs> we both got drilled in the torso I which is a long and arduous scene sequence. yeah it's like a solid minute of you just getting torn to pieces in the torso by a drill like, what arm are you doing it was awful um like it there was no need for it to be that long zero need <laughs> but it's like a whole bunch of like kill the bug so that he can't sense you Bad. And so, yeah, it, it's just a continuation of like, hey, our claw buddy's just gonna continue to follow us around a whole lot. And then you go, and, you go uh, out to like an open area, and there's like ice over it, and then you have to like grab a key. 
Which I did on him. the first try. Did. Well, I did on the first try, except for the fact that, like, the one time I got accidentally drilled to death. That was my fault. <laughs> Not yours. But I went over there and was like, hey, this seems good. Oh, I grabbed it. Yay, let's go. <laughs> and then we got, like, on a snowplow and, like, snowplowed him off of a cliff. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that was tough. And then he came back and was like, bonk. You're captured. Yeah. And then you wake up six months later. Well, don't really wake up six months later, but like six months later, oh, hey, we're going to escape today for whatever yeah. discernible reason. Because now we're and in China. And like shirtless with like sweatpants on. And then like poor Sherry. <laughs> they put her in a hospital gown, but it's like the most cleavage exposing hospital gown in the entire universe. Mm-hmm. And like anytime she even like breathed wrong, her moves are just like... <laughs> And, like, you could see her underwear. And this was one point where I was really, really mad because I couldn't get one of the, the serpent emblems because of the way that they had set up the, the two-player part of it. Mm-hmm. It was real tragic. But uh, it was a whole lot of, like, stealth in here because I was hiding in lockers and killing people. <laughs> and I had to, like, shoot people with camera guns. Which, why would you put guns on cameras in the first place? Like, who does that? You want beefy security, apparently. Apparently, except for the you know the fact that we broke out anyway and <laughs> yeah. stole somebody's clothes. So, yeah, Which that was happens. what we were talking about earlier. We yeah. steal people's clothes, and it's hilarious because like the clothes fit perfectly and look really great on both it's of us. True. And like Jake ends up getting like a V neck um, with suspenders, and it's pretty rad. Uh, I think like. There's some kind of heart-to-heart that happens here, and I can't remember exactly what it is. Because, like, he says something that accidentally offends Sherry, and he realizes he did it, and he's like, oh, crap, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But I don't remember exactly what it was about. Same. Um, But anyway, then we get to break out of the sweet Chinese mansion. It's true. And find a bunch of, like, little coins that we get to cash in. And get a gun. Get a gun. And then, uh, that was actually a pretty cool sequence until the end with the tank thing. Yeah, and then the tank comes out of nowhere and starts fighting us, and I had to get a motorcycle, but like the camera was absolutely terrible and did not tell you exactly what you needed to do there. So it was just me fighting the camera and like almost dying the entire time while you were almost dying the entire time. Until... Yeah, because I was having to like avoid the tank shots and also enemies while I was waiting for you to come bring the motorcycle to me, which that's one thing. Jake has like acrobatic skills. Yeah, he can do flips. Which I... It's odd. I was not expecting that, but um, uh, he also is a a great physical fighter. So when you get on your back and punch things, it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> so you get the 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 motorcycle and bomb out of there, and then like the next chapter starts off with like a sequence where you're driving the motorcycle and you had to shoot from behind, and it was oh god bad for you. <laughs> um, the driving mechanics of this game are not good. They're very bad. Um, because we had to do it with Chris and Piers as well when we were chasing Ada oh, to right, the yeah. the aircraft carrier. Uh-huh. Um, and then we did it here. And I was like, this is not good. It also destroyed my accuracy rating. <laughs> yeah, because you could not shoot off that thing. Uh-uh. But yeah, that was not, not good. Then we get to meet up with Leon and Helena. That's true. We get to do that fight again. And not get hit by a bus this, this time. We made sure not to get hit by the bus. Like, that was the first point. It's like, all right, we're going to do this thing again. Do not get hit by the bus. 
Yeah, which I mean, I guess the good part was that I was Sherry, so I was driving the bus. And I just like, I got up on like just some high ledge. I was like, nope, not getting hit by this bus. <laughs> Don't get hit by the bus. <laughs> uh, so that happens, and then you go to like the. Some other stuff happens. I think this is like you get saved by Ada at one point, just randomly. Oh yeah, because there's the part with the the boats that yeah. um, there's like the chainsaw zombie that appears, and um, you got to run across a bunch of the boats and stuff. I think. Or you gotta drive through the boats and it's really bad. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of like us. You were driving the boat, which there was one part that I actually had to heal you because it's like a swinging piece of rebar thing and you just got obliterated by it. You just killed me. I was like, oh, I'm down. (laughs) I was like, who's driving the boat? No one's driving the boat. So I had to go heal you, and then, yeah, Ada rescued Sherry. I was like, plop, here you go, boy. And she, like, drops her into a princess carry and Jake's arms. And just just runs off, and you're like, what the f*** was that? Yeah, what just happened? That was bizarre. And, like, at one point, Sherry gives, like, the data to Leon. It's like, here's the information about how to cure the C-virus. And it's all just like, here's Jake's information. Jake is the cure. <laughs> He's like, okay. Yeah, so that's that's a thing. And then, like, you go meet up with, to the meetup with Simmons, and then you just magically get captured because apparently you don't know how to fight or use guns anymore. Yeah, that was weird. There was like ten of them, maybe, and we're like, "Oh no, we're overwhelmed!" And like, guys, we've been taking on more than ten at a time, yeah. like way, way more than this. You got to get your your junk together, guys. Which that leads you to the the oil field, the oil rig, yeah. And you get saved and everything. Yeah, we get saved. and uh, Which, by the way, um, apparently I had to open the door so that you didn't have to like try and... I don't remember what he said about 15 times. <laughs> God, about that. Oh, it was so annoying. Because you were like, off looking like, at stuff and I was like just sitting there constantly like, Hey, you should open this door for me. Hey, you should open this door for me so I don't have to go through the vent. Hey, you should open this door for me so I don't have to go through the vent. Just repeat ad nauseum. Over and over and over. And I was like trying to find a way to open the door. And then eventually I was like, God, get out of there, Jake. Please stop talking. <laughs> there was like a weird elevator sequence where we had to power up the batteries. And like it was scary. And I almost died a few times. You did. And um, that that one poor zombie guy got smooshed. He got smooshed. He got super smooshed. But we got out of there. And we did. And we get to meet up with Chris and Piers and go up another elevator. And then we get to fight our claw friend again. Which, again, was like the easiest of all. Well, the first part was like in lava, and we didn't do too badly on that part. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the actual final boss fight with him was like a cakewalk. It was kind of, it was like anticlimactic in a sense, because, like, you have this whole thing of, like, him chasing you throughout the entire campaign, and then, like, the boss fight's just like, eh. Yeah, it was like it's crawling up a thing and then letting a bunch of cargo go repeatedly. Mm-hmm. But the lava part was pretty neat looking. Yeah. Um, although I was scared the whole time because I was like, I'm going to fall in lava and this <laughs> is going to be bad. Also, why was there a bunch of lava um, underwater? Because we were under the ocean. I don't know. Resident Evil. Basically, yeah. That's all you need to know. Uh, we get launched out and then um, we get some lovey-dovey stuff and then we see Sherry on the airplane like, this is what happened with Jake. This is my report. Da, 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 da. This is all top secret, and I should not be typing this on an airplane. 
but I'm doing it anyway. And then she like smiles very, very softly and she gets a text message on her phone and you see that Jake has now lowered his price. It's true. He only wants $50 now. He, he dropped and then a he few puts zeros. On, dropped a few zeros. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's, it's, you know, the power of love and maybe he got a date out of it, but... Uh, he puts on his sweet shades and he has a new motorcycle and just drives, <laughs> drives off into the off. distance. It's great. Oh, and then we got Ada. Yeah. So Sherry and Jake were one of my favorites though, because they they had some really cute interactions. Yeah. They they seemed to be like the ones who genuinely like liked each other. Mm-hmm. Not like just in a romantic sense, but they actually like were trying to work together to to solve everything without like getting into massive fights constantly. Like Chris right. and Piers were constantly getting into fights. Helena and Leon were constantly just like bickering at each other and Sherry and Jake were just like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> but yeah, then we got Ada, which Ada was awful. It was just but, nonsensical. But. But the one redeeming part. The best co-op character. Agent. Agent. <laughs> so dumb. Because like, you're just a generic agent fellow. He can't go through doors. <laughs> he can't open doors. Can't open a door to save his life. He can't solve any of the puzzles. And anytime he like can't... I would like f***ing uh, grapple hook away, you just like automatically like, disappear. I would just like warp to wherever you are, <laughs> even ahead of you sometimes. So dumb. <laughs> I was like, hey buddy, what's up? I'm here now. <laughs> Oh. Agent was hilarious, and I kept like getting really concerned anytime we got stuck because I'm like, I can't interact with anything. <laughs> Agent is best boy and he tries is, his he best. He is the best boy. But yeah, that 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 whole campaign was supposed to be like, oh, you're gonna learn the the real truth about everything now. It's just like, I was more eh. confused. Yeah. I mean, you, the only thing you learn is, like, who fake Ada is. Who fake Ada is. Everything else is just completely nonsensical bullshit. Yeah, it's basically like, how did Ada get into the parts where Ada was in the rest of the game? And it's like, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, like, okay, she's here. Cool. Like, there's a part in a submarine where she's trying to get information about Ada six months ago. And she's like, this it's is weird. Dumb. Okay. And then, like, the sub sinks. And then... um. Like there's there's the part with like the cathedral where she's like helping Leon and she finds the happy birthday Ada Wong tape and she's like, huh, this is interesting. Set it on fire. That's basically her reaction to everything. She's like, huh, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. She, like she is nonplussed about everything. And it's really boring because like you want her to react to something. And she just talks to herself a lot, even oh, while well, Agent's there. Uh-huh. Yeah, Agent is there, but, like, it's mainly just her talking to herself a lot. And, like I said, there's a whole lot of her, like, talking about using Leon or, like, how Leon is doing this or doing that or whatever. And she says once that he's cute. But I think it's kind of like a demeaning manner, kind of. Anyway, she's clearly not into Leon. You need to play Ada's route to realize this. Like the only the only redeeming part of that route is is agent. Because I of the goofy parts we made from that. Agent was so goofy. Uh and I think that like if it were anybody else playing that, they'd be really irritated with it. But like with us, we were just making jokes the whole time and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but it's really a whole lot of just like, wow, all this is happening. And it's it doesn't matter. Like, oh, wow, Ada got a helicopter. Cool. She saved Sherry. We knew that. You get to fly a helicopter, though. Like, that we were yeah. like, are we really flying this? Yeah, it was the same with the airplane. We weren't sure if we were flying this either. And I was like, I'm shooting things. This is fine. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to shoot the the T Rex guy. We got to see the the umbrella flood or umbrella logo God. again. Uh, I had to snipe again because Ada was down there with Leon. <laughs> Agents are sat there like <sighs> again, again. Um. Yeah, really. The only like big revelation we got here is who fake. Ada was and even then it was like some generic character we've never met before who worked with Simmons who like Simmons turned into Ada mm-hmm. because he was in love with Ada which like pfft, join the club man apparently <laughs> everybody is and turns psycho about it uh, so he's like trying to recreate her and Carla or whatever her name goes nuts and decides that she's just gonna destroy the world and create Neo Umbrella and uh you know, destroy Simmons because he made her into that and destroy Ada because she hates Ada for Simmons being in love with her and just nonsensical. Pretty much, yeah. And then eventually Ada just like sets that on fire and shoots it to bits. She's like, hey, I found the lab. Time to destroy it. And then walks away. And it's like, Ada, cool. you know, all of that would have cleared your name, right? All of it. But I'm Every a super, super day. secret spy and I'm real cool. It was so annoying. It was so annoying. Like, the Ada route was really the most irritating of all of them because it was like, I feel like it's just like generic action phrases and a whole lot of like terrible flips. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, to be fair, I've never really been like a huge Ada Wong fan because I feel like she's just that in every single role she's ever in. She's just like generic action phrases and like trying to be the femme fatale and she's just kind of annoying. But also, like, especially playing through the entirety of the other routes, and every time Ada would get on my nerves, I was just like, by the time we got to Ada, I wanted nothing to do with her. <laughs> we should have just had Agent as Ada's route. Agent and Agent. <laughs> the Agent route. The Agent route. That would have been way better. I agree. We should give Agent his own game. There you go. Where you can't open any doors. <laughs> uh, and then, like, the post-credits stinger for Ada's route was like, Jake in like a new country fighting zombies and you're just like yeah what? <laughs> so like I felt like they were like setting it up for a sequel to this where Jake was like going to be a, the primary protagonist right but we're probably not ever going to get that nope which is tragic because like I said Jake was like one of my most well-liked characters in this entire game he was great I enjoyed him a lot. He had a lot of depth and he had like again. He had a great arc. Like he, he went through a lot of growth and he, he learned to trust people. And he was like genuinely funny at moments. <laughs> like I like Jake and yeah, we'll never see him again. Bye, Jake. Nope. You're you were good while you lasted. And that's Resident Evil. That is Resident Evil Six. Um one thing that is worth mentioning is that you also have these like dog tags that you can set up with like titles and everything oh, yeah. that um, Jared and I both buy uh, 
by the end of it had four star rock hard buns. Because <laughs> it's, it's a title you get for just like crawling around on your back. And that's your- we would just do that constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so we had we had four star rock hard buns, which is, you know, fitting since like I was staring at butts like 90% of the game. <laughs> Everybody had fantastic butts except for, you know, Chris and Piers. It's true. And they might have. I don't know. They just were under those terrible pants that did nothing for them. But, yeah, I think, like, I think if I was playing this game by myself, I probably wouldn't have liked it. I could see why you wouldn't like it if you were playing it by yourself. I would have liked it if I were playing it by myself, I think. Um. But I've also just been a fan of the series yeah. for so long that, like, I'm used to the shenanigans of Resident Evil. I, did, I think, like, just playing it with you and just being able to goof around the entire time made it a much better experience than if I was playing this by myself. Yeah, I think, I think probably, like, if if I played this by myself, it wouldn't have been like my favorite Resident Evil by any, like a long shot. It would not have been my favorite Resident Evil, but like playing it with the two of us and like making jokes around it. It's, it's up there. (laughs) I had such a good time with it. I was really stoked to play it. Every time we got, we booted it up. I was like, yeah, let's go (laughs) let's do this. I was like genuinely excited to play Resident Evil six. I mean, yeah, like it was, it was like, like I said, it was a lot of fun. Just, getting to goof around and make fun of a lot of just like the nonsensical parts of this game. <laughs> and it helped that uh, you, you saved me from the, the spooky zombie shark part. That's what I'm here for. I would have been able to do that by myself. It's true. There's no way. <laughs> I would have quit the game right there. So yeah, I think I think... I guess for me, it makes sense to like I I come I understand why this game has such like a mixed reaction. I think, mm-hmm. but if you if you're like, hey, I want you know this game's cheap, so like if you're thinking of like, oh, maybe I would want to play this game at some point, like find someone to play with, play it with, like that is the the best way to do it. Yeah, I agree, and I mean, like again, as somebody who's played the other Resident Evil games and has even played like the handheld Resident Evil and uh, the freaking like Wii light gun game. Like I like Resident Evil games. I like the shenanigans they play. I, I, I own this game on the 360 and try to play it, but um, I like it. I just think it was a really much better experience with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like it better than you do, but that's yeah, probably. just because that that's who I am as a person. <laughs> so shout outs to uh to Proto Unarakami for programming this. There we go. That was one thing that kept seeing. I was like, oh man, look at his name. <laughs> that made me laugh a whole lot every single time. Like, oh, Soji Seta, huh? Hmm. Yeah, Soji yeah. Seta. There, yeah. there he is. Wow. <laughs> Got a career in uh programming Resident Evil games. <laughs> Good go. for you, buddy. Uh, the poor dude can never search his name now. Maybe, no. maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It is a good thing for him because, like, you know, it's it's always nice when you can kind of have some form of being anonymous on the internet. But yeah, he's forever gonna be Persona Four Pro Tag. True. But uh, I think, unless you have anything else you want to mention, I think that's gonna wrap this episode up. 
I can't think of anything else. Uh, I was trying to think if there was anything pressing in the in the series that we should talk about, but no, it was fantastic. I had a good time. Agent is best boy. That that is definitely it. Um, it was a fun game. <laughs> Well, there you go. That is that is Resident Evil Six in a nutshell. Yep. But if you would like more from us, go to seasonlandcheckup.com or stc.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like the Mainline Seasonal Checkup and Jared and I Watch, and columns and reviews. If you want to follow or what? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Uh, if you want more from Mainladium, go to Mainladium.com. She has columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, twittercom checkup. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. If you'd like to support our very podcast and this more talk about Agent. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, next week will be something. There are options on the table. Mm-hmm. It just depends on certain things. But uh, mm-hmm. we have, we definitely have ideas of what we were going to talk about next week. We just don't have it set in stone yet. Yeah. But... In the meantime, think with your actual brain. <laughs> and if there's a girl named Ada Wong, maybe just go find somebody else to date. You're 36. You have lots of options in life, buddy. And if Leon Kennedy comes I your way, run you. away. Yeah. Also, don't let him fly planes. That's too. Or anything that flies. Anything that flies. Run away from Leon Kennedy. Don't let him fly. Also, think with your brain. Just, the end. Just fantastic words of advice in general. Mm-hmm.